What's up, Happy Lifer? Happy International Day of Happiness, as well as the first day of spring. So for International Day of Happiness, I thought I would put out a bonus podcast, and we did something special that we've never ever done before. Maybe we'll do more of it in the future, but we recorded our podcast live. So I apologize in advance. The sound quality is going to be a little bit different, but this is something that we recorded live on our Facebook page, and, and so now we're just going to give it to you raw and unedited. Happy spring and happy International Day of Happiness. I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. Welcome, happy lifers. Hi, Sarah. How are you doing? Hey, Bevo. I'm awesome. How are you? I'm doing great, man. I'm pretty excited about trying this brand new recording a podcast live. Never done this before. Can't think of a better person I'd rather do it with. Oh, thanks, Bevo. Yeah, you're welcome. Sarah here, if you don't know, Sarah is the founder, the inventor, the owner, the president, the everything of the 2911 Project. Sarah, give us a real quick... What is the 2911 Project? You know, Steve, the 2911 Project is happy life on hope, right? So the project really is to bring hope to everyone who needs it, which is the world, really, right? So I have a goal of trying to bring hope to everyone who can hear me and everyone who listens. And that can be done through my podcasts. That can be through my live streams. Oh, hey, thanks. That's done through... Yeah, just anything and opportunity that I get to uh, speak. I love that. I remember the first time I asked you about that. And we had met before, but I didn't remember that. And I asked you, who do you want to bring hope to? I was trying to be like this professional businessman, like, so tell me, who's your audience? Who, where, What's your niche, right? What's your niche? Whatever that is, you know? And you said, I just want to bring hope. I said, who? And you said, everybody. And I thought, well, no, it's got to be narrowed down. You have to have, that's what they say, you know, and then I thought, wait a minute, what a perfect answer. You don't care who you bring hope to. And maybe business-wise, that's not the right way to go. But life-wise, that's exactly the way to go. You just want to bring life. Yeah, That's cool. Hope, hope to the world. So it is International Day of Happiness. And there it is right there, the 2011 Project. Um, so happy International Day of Happiness. Hey, right back at you, Stevo. Happy International Day of Happiness. International. Happy Lifers. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we're going to take the audio from this and going to make it a podcast right when we're done as a bonus podcast. That's how we're celebrating the International Day of Happy. So, Sarah, what are – and that that happens every every day on 320, right? Every – I mean every day, every year on March 20th. (laughs) You know, on three twenty, yep. and and check this out. I mean, there's a really cool. You ever heard of Ephesians three twenty? Tell me, Steve. What's Ephesians three twenty? Okay, I'm look I'm it. looking it up right now. I should have looked it up already. But it says that God can do um, abundantly above all we can ask or imagine. God can. Yep. So, in other words, I think that's a great three twenty. It's like 
wait a minute, God loves to help us. He loves to bless us. And if we're having a hard time with happy, he can do above all we can ever ask or dream, you know, or imagine. But yeah. so anyway, the, the theme this year for International Day of Happiness, and thanks guys for joining us. Say hi to us. What's up? Krista's with us today. Thanks for joining us, Krista. Krista. Um, we want to ask you guys to put in the comments, you know, what are some ways that we can make people happy? Because I think in... Uh, when it comes to being happy, there are really two levels of it, or maybe two sides of this thing. Number one um, is me being happy myself, and number two is making other people happy. So, right. what are some ways that you are things that make you happy, and what are some ways that you can, you know, make other people happy? And I think those two go kind of hand in hand. They absolutely do. I mean, why wouldn't they? If you have that happiness. And hope's the same way. If you have happiness or if you yeah. have hope, you want to give it away. You want people to feel that feeling that you're feeling. It's not something you want to just bottle up and hold to yourself. I mean, that's something that you're walking down the street and you smile at someone. You want to give away your happiness if you have it. Yeah. Yeah. The happy, the happy you is the best you. No doubt about it. You know, and on the, on the transverse of that, the opposite of that is, um, is if, if I, sometimes if you have a str- struggle finding hope, or you struggle finding happy, the best thing you can do is find somebody else and pass it on to them. Um, just when you make somebody else happy, when you give somebody else hope, guess what comes? It bounces back twice as much. I mean, yeah. when you're making somebody else happy, you get happy. When you're giving someone else hope, telling them, hey, it's going to be okay. I got this. I'm, I got your back. All of a sudden, you just got a little shot of it yourself. Right. Well, it's contagious, right, Stevo? I mean, even if you're not feeling it, if you're not having that happiness and then going around and being around someone else who is happy, even if they're not vicariously, like purposely sharing that happiness or hope with you, just being around happy people, kind of like yourself, being around happy people, it just brings that happiness. It's contagious. It does. It does. It, it's contagious. You know, we've been worried about a different kind of contagion the last year, you know, yep. and yep. we've been worried about how contagious the coronavirus is, but I got news for you, man. There's a virus out there that's what's made way more contagious. It's a happy virus. There you we know, go. Yes. During the pandemic, we're trying to start a happy demic, you know? Yep. In fact, the guy that started the International Day of Happiness, for him, it was bigger than just one day, but he he coined a term called happy-tolism. Instead of capitalism, he <laughs> coined a term happy-tolism, right? Okay. And and the happiness was more, what's up, Fed? Thanks for joining us. Hi, Janice. Thanks for joining Hi, us Janice. today. Um, you know, Fed says it's like playing ping pong, really. I mean, that's really good. I mean, that's what it is. Awesome. I throw hope to you, you're going to hit hope back. I mean, that's, that's how it does, you know? Um, but, you know, we have, we judge a nation, or we have anyway, at least in America, we've been judging by the GNP, right? The gross national product. Isn't that right? You know? Yeah. Yep. Well, there's a country in Bhutan, I think it is the name of the country. I think it's in Indonesia or Thailand or something like that. I don't know. I'm not very good at, at geography, but um, they've been doing this since the 70s. But they started a thing called the G&H, the gross national, the gross ha- GHP, sorry, the gross happiness product. That's amazing. The thing is, like, you can judge your life upon what kind of products and how much stuff you do and how much money you make, but the really way to judge life is how much happiness do you have? Right. And I'm like, right. man, because, you know, every year they put out the the happiest countries, you know, and America the last couple of years hasn't even made the top 20. We haven't even made that the top 20. It's supposed to be the richest country in the world, but we're definitely not the happiest. And I, I think there's something to that, you know? So when he started international day of happiness, he went to the UN 
And he started with a day, but you know, his whole thing is that the, the day was actually, um, let me see if I can find it on here. Um, uh, yeah, he said the, the bigger picture, he said living, this is what the guy that started was, his name was Jamie Illion, I think is that how you pronounce it, but I-L-L-I-E-N. Anyway, he said, living a happy life and thinking about your own happiness is so important. Having one day, which is today, to be aware about it is a big step in making it something you do every day. You know, it reminds me of Napoleon Dynamite, you know, when he's trying to, he's talking to El Encarnacion, you know, what are you, so what are your favorite things? And she says, I like the color brown. I like poopies. You know, that's part in the scene. And she gets done and he says, you've got to be kidding me. All those things you say are your favorite, are my favorite things to do every day. And really, that's what he's hoping for. That's what we're going for, too. That's what Hopi Life Studios is trying to do. We're trying to make happiness not just a day thing. A day, it's like going to the chiropractor and having them put you back in back in position. You know, you're, you're out of whack. You're sad. You're, you know, you've lost hope, right? So you go to the chiropractor, and in, in, that's what we kind of are. We're kind of emotional, spiritual, physical. We're chiropractors helping people to get their happy back in alignment. And that's what he's hoping the International Day of Happiness will do. What a great goal. That is an amazing goal to have, especially with how fast paced our world seems to be, you know, taking care of the mundane, everyday things. We just get into a huge rush and a huge hurry. And I love what Krista said, you know, just taking the time to hold the door for someone, um, taking the time to smile at someone or when you're at the grocery store, you know, um, taking the time to just acknowledge other people. It's it's really about taking that time. And Sibo, that's what you're saying, too. It's taking the time to acknowledge that we need to be happy. And sometimes that takes a lot of effort. Sometimes that doesn't come naturally and it doesn't come easily, especially in our world that we're living in. So so uh, yeah, it's, it's great that, you know, Christy even brought that up too, that it's an everyday thing, but we need to be intentional about it. And I love that that's what today is about. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and the whole concept of that is now the focus is off of me. You know, happiness, actually in the Bible, there is a passage that we like to quote a lot. I've heard a lot of people say, well, happiness is circumstantial and joy is so much deeper. And and I think they use it as an excuse because I'm joyful. I'm just not happy. You know, and I'm like, that does not make sense to me at all. The scripture that we use a lot in the Bible um, in churches is, you know, Paul said, I've learned to be content whether I have a lot or whether I have a little, little. whether I'm well fed or whether I'm hungry. I've learned to be content. Right. But that word content if you go to the original language, is also translated as happy. That's what happy is. It's being content with what you have. And when you're wanting something else, you're never content. When you're always, like, I shouldn't say that. I mean, we all desire for other things, right? But sometimes when that becomes your focus, all I'm trying to say is that what you were just talking about right there is when we're talking about making someone else happier, our focus is off of ourselves now and it's on to other people. You know, and I think I think the same is true with happy is when we take our focus off of what we don't have and we put our focus on what we already do have, you know, Um, because a lot of ways, I mean, we're blessed. You can always find the lining, the silver lining in the clouds. You know, you can always find something positive. And sometimes when we just focus on making somebody else happy, filling somebody else with hope, hope comes, you know, back on us. Would you agree with that? I absolutely agree with that. You know, but the thought that I have, too, about you mentioned that America or our country is not even making the top 20 list of happiest countries. Well, 
Right. You know, Paul said, I've learned to be happy when I have a little, but he also said, I learned to be happy when I have a lot. So you were kind of saying, you were kind of saying that too, where we're always grasping, like, if I get that promotion, I'll be happy. If I get that car, I'll be happy. If I get that house, yeah. I'll be happy. Well, what's stopping yeah. you from being happy right now? Right. Because truth is, if you yeah. can't be, yeah, if I get married, I'll be happy. If I, if I get, right. Truth is, if you can't be happy in your state right now, you're probably not going to be happy when you get that thing. That kind of happiness, it's ba- it is, it's based upon circumstantial evidence. And then the problem with that is once that wears off, the happiness wears off. And at Happy Life Studios, our happy is all about, it's going deeper than just circumstantial evidence. I want to be happy despite the circumstances that are happening around me. Then nothing can steal, you know, that happiness from me. Well, you're referring to him as Fedge, but I'm referring to him as Jeff because it says Jeff. But Fedge said that sometimes it's like carrots. Happiness is sometimes like carrots. It's down under the ground where that totally plays into. And that's so deep. That's amazing. I love that. Thanks for sharing that. I I love that idea because, again, someone could look at your life and they could look at it from two perspectives. How can she have hope? How can she be happy with that life? But then also... How could she not be happy and how right. could she not have hope with that life? Right. So whatever circumstance right. you're in, there's someone else looking from the outside in saying one of two things. She's got it better than me or she's got it worse than me. But either way, showing happiness or being content and happy and having hope in any situation, it's so imperative yeah. to be yeah. spreading that, to have that, yeah. to give it away. You have to have it, right? Like, and, that, to be able and that's to- powerful. You know, yeah. if happiness is a tomato, it can be, you know, eaten on, it can be the bugs can come. But when it's hidden down deep inside of you, like a carrot, nothing can, can rock that. And that's the kind of happiness we're talking about. Yeah. You know? The carrot happiness. <laughs> yep. I like it. I like it. You know, and the whole concept of focus on what you have, not on what you don't have. Here is a great exercise. I want to do something with you. Are you ready? Are you game? Yeah. So ready. Okay. So ready. I want to do something that Emily and I do, I do a lot on um, Happy Top Tuesdays. Okay. Okay. Um, and it's called Thank Off. All okay. right. And um, in the Thank Off, we talk about what we're what we're thankful for. But Ooh. you only have a few seconds to come up with a re- reply answer. Okay. Okay. So okay. and you can't repeat anything. All right. Okay. You have you know you got five seconds or so to whatever. And but we're going to include all you guys that are watching with us. So if someone puts up something that they're thankful for, we'll stop or we'll, we'll include them in this thank yeah, off. Right. So absolutely. But, I want to hear other people's thankfulness too. That'll, that'll encourage me and yes. give me ideas too. And you, right. And you watch what that'll do to your spirit, to your heart, to your yeah. happy, to your hope. I mean, it is just going to increase it because we're not focusing on, I mean, we could talk all day long on what we wish we had on what we don't have. I wish I could be better. This, I wish I got, wasn't like, oh, yeah. I talked to someone the other day that is, it looks like that we might be starting a happy life studios down in Southern California with this other person. We're going to enlarge. Right. And, and he's so excited for what we're doing and what he's doing. And we're, we're going to partner up together. There's so many things going on. Like you and I are going to partner up together with Hopi life. Right. Hopi life. Yeah. And, uh, Anyway, he started talking about, you know, I told him, I, I said, I'm kind of ADD-ish. And so when I do podcasts, I spend a lot of time editing out all the half sentences so people can understand. And, you know, he said something to me that fits right along with what we're talking about. He said, Steve, I think you need to see your ADD-ness as a positive, not as a negative. I think people just need to know, hey, listen, if we're a little spastic around here, it's because my ADD, my brain is going crazy. And I, honestly, I think ADD really, I mean, I'm not... I'm not a doctor by any means, but I think to me, it's like your, your brain has more than your body can handle, right? You've been what blessed the, with so much brain. 
Devo, what does that acronym spell? What is what does ADD spell? It spells the word add because you just have so much to add to everything that that's how you are. And how could we not be appreciative for that? So wow. come on, that's amazing that you that so have recognized good. that. But that how much so more do you add to every conversation, every interaction, everywhere you go, you have something to add, whether it's a half sentence or an obscure thought, whatever it is, you have something to add. Right on, right on. Okay, let's jump into that. Into the thank okay. off. Shelly, thanks off. for joining us. Um, Fed started us off with saying he's thankful that March Madness is back. So yes. I'll add on that. I'm thankful for sports. I am thankful for the opportunity to gather. Oh, I love that. I'm thankful that restaurants are open, even if it's only partial. I am thankful that the weather allows us to be outside. Right on. I am thankful that it's the first day of spring. I am thankful. Um, I am thankful for my ADDness. I am thankful for your ADDness too, but that might be a repeat. So um, I am thankful for, oh, I'm thankful for my students. Right on. Um, I am thankful for Alyssa, the voice of yeah. God. Are you there, Alyssa? Hi there. <laughs> there she is. There she is. The man um, I'm thankful the for Alyssa and people like her that are, there are so many people behind the scenes of Happy Life Studios that make it happen. And I'm really thankful for all them. I'm thankful for Emily. I'm thankful for all those people that, they don't care if they're they're seen on the, on the on the front. In fact, Emily, she doesn't care if she's seen in front. She's just doing it to help me do Happy Talk Tuesday. So I'm thankful for all those workers that are behind the scenes that don't get a lot of the credit. I am thankful for the support that I get, whether it's from Alyssa behind the scenes or Steve-O or my family. I'm just very thankful for all the support that I have. Carrie says, I'm thankful for Tribe Fitness, which is a convenient fitness center close to my house and fully open. Nice. I am thankful. Here's a weird one. Ready? I'm thankful that I'm overweight, that I can work on losing weight and getting more happy. I'm thankful for that. Yeah, good for you. I am (laughs) thankful that I am in a position where my time is small and I don't have time to work out. I am thankful for my full schedule because I get to see lots of people then pour hope into them. So I'm thankful. Right on. I'm I'm thankful for electricity. Oh, I'm thankful for a roof over my head. I am thankful for air. I am thankful for central air. Right on. I am thankful for colors. I am thankful for lime green because it always makes me think of happy life. <laughs> Carrie said, I'm thankful that my hubby can fix anything. Um, nice. I am thankful for, um, I am thankful for, uh, for music. I am thankful for my daughter's spirit. Wow. That's really good. I am thankful, uh, for all the happy lifers out there. Yes. I am thankful for the Hopi lifers that will come. I was just going to say, I am thankful for hope, right? What would we do without yeah. hope? Yeah. I am thankful for happy too. Right. Yep. Right on. See, see how easy that was, you know, my cheeks and, are, my cheeks yeah. are from smiling, <laughs> from smiling so much, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a great thing to try a thank off when you're feeling down, when you've lost your happy, you know, um, begin to focus on what you do have, right? We always say things like, but it's a negative way of saying it. It's saying, well, it could be worse, I suppose. <laughs> right. Yes. Well, what a negative way to say it versus saying, you know what, here's what I do have. Here's where I'm, I'm thankful that I actually can go to a place and work out. I'm thankful that I have a body that I can, 
you know, even though my body is slower now and a lot of things are breaking down on it, but I'm thankful that I can do the things that I can do. Uh, right. Fedge says he's thankful that he's grateful. Uh, Carrie says thankful our schools are now open four days a week. Awesome. Um, Chris says I'm thankful God made me who I am. These are really good. You know what else I'm thankful for? I'm thankful for Carrie Hayes Corkins. You know why? Because that's my sister right there. And oh. I am so thankful for her. Um, she is such a blessing to me. There are so many times where, where when I'm down, I call her. I call her. There's other times when she'll just call me and she'll have a hunch or just say, yeah. how are you doing? And she is, she's in charge of, of HR at a large company. And she is so good at coaching and helping. And so I'm thankful. I mean, we need people, mm-hmm. you know, to help us. And so when we give, it always comes back on us. It does. It absolutely does. It's that ping pong, right? The ping pong effect. Yep. Yep. So once again, we're celebrating International Day of Happiness. Uh, last year, the theme for International Day of Happiness was, yes. and, and don't let me forget, Alyssa, I want to talk about um, where, how Happy Life even started and what it has to do with International Day of Happiness. But you can go ahead and put that back up there, Alyssa. You were right on it. I just, I just paused for a second. But last year's theme was Happier Together, which fits in exactly with what we were talking about. You know, we're happier when we're with each other, right? Which is why I'm so excited that we're starting Hopi Life, you know? Yeah. Uh, but this year's theme is keep calm, stay wise, be kind. What do you think about that theme? I love that theme. I love that theme so much. And I am a researcher, right, Stevo? And I want to hear what everybody else has to think about that theme. I love the the stay calm, right? And keep on, like, I love that theme. I love seeing those signs everywhere. But Stevo, did you know that there was actually a Harvard study done about those three concepts. And I couldn't believe it. When I was reading this, I'm like, of course, Steve-O has stumbled upon something that Harvard has figured out. Like, of course, Steve-O knew this before Harvard knew this. Of course. Like, (laughs) Like, why wouldn't they? No, but it is. It's so true. So, this Harvard study, and I'm going to I'm going to read it so I don't mess it up, but it says wisdom is a human trait that includes includes positive social behavior. Be kind. Emotional regulation. Stay calm. And self-reflection, acceptance of uncertainty and decisiveness and spirituality and resilience. So wisdom encompasses all of that. It encompasses staying calm and encompasses being kind. And I love how wisdom is so closely tied to happiness and hope. And so what a wow. perfect theme for the International wow. Day of Happiness. That is right. that is beyond perfect. Yeah. Yeah. When I came across that theme, I was like, I don't know about the theme. I had to think about it a little while. Um, you laid it out. You laid it out. Amazing. I mean, that's their theme. That's not mine. Um, you know, Carrie said, stay wise, keep learning. You sent me uh, a saying this saying has been around, Sarah, if you think about it, this saying has been around for thousands, literally thousands and thousands of years. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is an ancient saying, and it's actually in the Bible, and it was, it was said thousands of years ago, and we're still quoting it this day, right? Yeah. But it has, yeah. it has right along with the, the keep calm. Do you have it there? I have it yeah. if you don't. Yeah, it Proverbs, it's Proverbs 29.11. Um, it talks about a fool gives vent to his anger, um, but the wise man keeps himself under control or the, the picture that we have up says fools give full vent to their rage, but the wise bring calm in the end. And I absolutely love, love that scripture simply because it's talking exactly about what we're doing, staying calm, having wisdom 
And in the end, that's going to bring happiness. That's going to be the epitome of what the International Day of Happiness should be. Yeah, I think a lot of times we search after knowledge and we search after convincing people that we're right, which is really saying, I'm right, you're wrong, right? Which is kind of an egotistical thing, which isn't wisdom at all, you know? Yeah, wisdom, um, you said that, stay wise and keep learning. Carrie said that, your sister said that. So yeah. wisdom is is the opposite of pride or the opposite of knowing that I'm right. The wisdom is knowing I have so much more to learn. Yes. I have so much more to yeah. absorb and I have so much more to experience than just my menial amount of life. And that's that's that open heartedness. That's that happy. Yeah. That's the life that we should be striving to have is wisdom. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Versus knowledge, you know, um, right. and here it's talking about wisdom is, you know, um, the, the fools give full vent to their rage. Right. I mean, that's a thousands of years old statement, right? Mm-hmm. And if you say that you believe in God, well, then you're supposed to believe in his ways, right? Well, this is, this is taken from the Bible, you know, and whether, I mean, it, it, here's God's point is fools are the ones that give full vent to their rage that just, you know, but the Bible on the other hand says, be angry, but don't sin. So when I get angry, um, um, like Fed said, full vent, that verse says, maybe we get mm-hmm. to vent just a little. And that's what, thanks, Fed. That's exactly where I was just getting ready to go is that it's what Carrie said. Be wise. Don't always react. Digest. Deep dive into this. What can mm-hmm. I learn from this situation? Um, like if I if I give full vent to that rage, that means I'm letting you have it. I'm, I'm letting you, and I'm no longer being wise, right? When I give full vent to my rage, that's when I go, I get in the car and I roll up the windows and I drive down the road and I just let it out a guttural yeah. scream. Or sometimes I'll complain to God because I don't understand what's going on. I'll say, God, I don't know what's going on. God can take all that. He knows it's inside of us already. But when I, when I give it to him, when I let that out to him, I'm not sinning. God can handle that. If, right. if he was going to fry me, he would have done it already. Trust <laughs> me because I deserve that because I, but God's like, bring it to me, give it to me. I can help you with that. And, uh, and then I don't have to vent on somebody else, but a lot of our social media, we got to stop it. And just because the media is, is exercising, showing us how we're supposed to do rage. Listen, the wise bring calm. Yeah. Yeah. The idea that comes behind that for me is if you're giving full vent to your rage, right? How many times has this happened to me where I'm just, I'm angry and I just, it's one perspective. My anger is a one point perspective that I'm spewing this out, but I only have my perspective and my small world compared to all the, all the world, the universe that's around all the millions of billions of people on the planet. And I have just this one small, and yet I'm going to look at that and go, here's it. I make it this big when it's, it's my opinion, right. That I've learned and maybe I am right. Maybe I'm wrong. But the point is it's about bringing calm. It's not about bringing angst. It's not about, you know, Fedge said, <laughs> did you see it said, it's not yeah. good to give full vent to cheesecake either. I don't and know about true. that. I will, <laughs> I will go on to debate that. I love me some cheesecake. Being from Wisconsin, anything cheese, uh, I'm all about it. Let's go back to why I'm overweight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so I, I just think that that's really wise is that we need to, we need to keep calm. Um, uh, let me see. Princess Joanna Stein said it down here. She said, keep calm and trust God. And I yes. came up with an acronym years ago because I, I tend to not do that. I can, I can worry really easy. And, and, and having Happy Life Studios 
as something that I do has really helped me because I have a weakness of that. I'm not right. normally just a happy person. I, I'm, I'm normally a worryful person, a fearful person, worryful. I'm going to, what kind of word is that? I like it. Right? It works. You know, it works. But I, a long time ago, I came up with an acronym that I used over and over again because I use it when I was traveling and speaking. One thing about it is like when you speak, your body hears you say it. So I get paid. I'm a communicator. So I travel around. I speak. Even when I coach people, I'm always coaching positive things. So my body's hearing me say positive things. That's what helps me. So when I give it to somebody else, it comes back, right? But, you know, one of, what I'm thankful for, one thing I'm thankful for is football, right? And okay. the Green Bay Packers, that's my favorite team. Woo! If you don't like yes. that, that's fine, right? That's yours too. I know that. Uh, you're being in Wisconsin. And it's Alyssa's too. Um, but it might not be your favorite team. But I do remember when Aaron Rodgers won the Super Bowl, right? Or when he went really far in the playoffs. I can't remember which year it was. But he said everyone was panicking because they lost several in a row. You know, and they expect Aaron Rodgers to be perfect, like they expect Tom Brady to be perfect. And maybe Tom Brady is perfect. I don't know. But they expect Aaron Rodgers to be perfect, you know. Um, and you know what? He finally came on the radio station, he, and he, on the radio, and he said, he said, everyone, relax. It's going to be okay. And you know what happened? It changed their whole season because all of his teammates heard him say, relax. In other words, they're like, wait a minute, our leader is fine. You know, the wise bring calm in the end. Stay calm. And that's what he said, guys, stop panicking relax, you know, and they ran the table. I mean, they, they went out, I believe, or they went really far in the whole thing, but you know, and I, I took that acronym and I changed it to release everything and look at Christ back in the day, X meant Christ. And uh, back in the ancient days and oh, they relax, used X. the acronym for relax. I'm with you now. Yeah. Okay. So the real, the acronym for relax is release and say it again, release everything. Yeah. And look at Christ. What's That's God's good. perspective on this thing? God's in control. He's got you. Like Joanna said, trust God, you know, keep calm, trust God. So keep calm, stay wise and be kind. And that, that goes right back to the whole, you know, the wise bring calm in the end. And I think if we focused on, cause you reap what you sow, right? Oh, absolutely. Yep. So if you plant hate, don't be surprised if you're going to be a hateful person and people are going to hate you back. I think some people like that. Some people are used to that. And that's the only way they know how to live. They'll take the cold right. pricklies or whatever. But man, if you plant hope and you plant happy, yeah. you plant peace, guess what? You're going to be a more peaceful person. You're going to be a more hopeful person. You know? Um, so yeah. to compound, we're talking about acronyms for a second, uh, Steve-O. Talking about, you know, just staying calm and, and trusting God. Uh, another acronym for hope that I have heard is hold on, pain ends. Wow. So I I always was like, that's, that's so perfect. Wow. I mean, whatever pain you're dealing with, you know, throwing it up to God and trusting God with it, it ends, it will end eventually. And it, wow. it is in the most beautiful way, or you find the purpose in it. So I love the acronym that you came up with for relax. And that's just another acronym I know for hope. And you know what? That fits perfectly with the podcast that's coming out Monday. So happy lifers that are listening to this as a bonus podcast. Monday's podcast, we're talking about, you know, today is the first day of spring. And I mm-hmm. talk about more of this in the podcast. By the way, to find our podcast is really simple. Just search Happy Life Studios. And uh, we're on iTunes, we're on Pandora, or on Spotify, Stitcher, Podomatic. I mean, and, and the, you know, so There's you can look for all those things. Um, and, and, and the podcast will come out on Monday morning, early Monday morning. You start your week off happy. And if you like the podcast, you subscribe to it or you hit that plus button, whatever that app 
has you do, then you're reminded right away Monday morning, wait a minute, it's time to be happy. Here are some motivational, inspirational, happy thoughts, right? And we're about to start Hopi Life, you know, where we're going to take the podcast into a deeper. So those that want to go deeper into hope, deeper into happy, um, on a podcast, you know, they go about 20 minutes, but we're going to be able to talk much longer and really go into how do we do that? You know, what are some great ways? Like we're doing right now, we're going a lot deeper into the International Day of Happiness. That's right. what we're going to do together every week. And Hopi Life cannot wait for that, right? Um, yeah. But um, what was I just talking about? Yeah. You were talking about how awesome the International Day of Happiness is. I mean, can we talk about how it's international? That's the whole world. The whole right. world, a designated day for everyone to be happy. How right. cool is that? It was done by the United Nations. Okay, I want to get to that in a second. I remember what my other thing was. Okay. okay. Um, okay. Uh, it was the whole um, the podcast coming out Monday. We're talking about spring. Yeah. yeah. Today is the first day of spring, which it's is not great a because it's the International it's Day of Happiness. Yeah, right? it's not. The International Day of Happiness always falls on the day before, the day after, or the day of of the spring equinox, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about you, but where you're at, but where I'm at, it's cold outside, right? <laughs> and, uh, but like, how can it be cold out? It's the first day of spring. Well, the seasons just don't change like that. When you're entering into a new season, the old season comes back and visits and sometimes with a, with a vengeance, you know? <laughs> and so we'll have a day of 60, especially in Wisconsin where you live. You have a day of 60 and the next day you have a blizzard. You know, that actually and, happened last week, but you know, it's see, and that's what happened. So, so, but we don't go, oh, great, spring's never going to come, summer's never. How we just had a blizzard? Are you kidding me? Now we get angry with that, but we also know, wait a minute, summer is coming. Period. Right? Mm-hmm. How's that hope? What what's the acronym for hope again? Pain uh, ends. Hold on, pain ends. Hold yeah. on, pain ends. We know that when the seasons change, that they will change. Yeah. In in Wisconsin. It might not be till I, August before honestly, summer hits. I don't know a better acronym for explaining how much we want winter to end than saying that pain ends because winter is, it's rough. It is rough. Um, and I love that, Steve-O, though. But even circling back to how our circumstances don't create our happy or our happiness isn't contingent right. on our circumstances, the International Day of Happiness is still happening, even though it's not spring, even though it's not sunny and shining outside. Like, it's still there. Yeah, it's going to be there, period. You can count on United Nations. It was it was passed. I don't know, if you know how often that happens with the United Nations, but it was 100% unanimously passed by every country in the United Nations. Really? So, yeah, yeah. That's Alyssa so says awesome. she's getting a little feedback, so I apologize if you guys are getting feedback. I'm not hearing that where I'm at. I'm not exactly sure what to do with that. Um, but um, I'll change. I'll see if I can move my speaker a little bit here. Uh, maybe that'll help. So International Day of Happiness. Like I said, this Jamie Elian, um, mm-hmm. you know, he wants to start Happytalism. He wants to start Gross Happiness Project instead of Gross National prod- Product. You know, um, yeah. we're focusing on the wrong stuff. So it's all about ending poverty for him. It's all about... Um, it's all about, uh, no, you know, no one goes hungry. Um, it's all about well-being. It's all about the mental. It's all about you know, really keep calm, stay wise, be kind, right? And so, but I remember, now back to the story I started at the very beginning here, okay? So I'm on my way to speak at a, at a church on Sunday morning, and I still don't know what I'm going to talk on. God still has not revealed a topic for me to talk on, and I won't just talk on anything. 
God and I were a team, right? Mm-hmm. And so I always, unless someone has something particular, Steve, can you show up and can you talk about this, which, which I, I do that a lot. But this thing, they said, will you come and speak for us Sunday morning? But I had no idea what to talk about. And I've been thinking about it all week long and God still hadn't given me anything. And so now it's the last hour drive. I'm going there that morning. I still don't have anything. And I honestly felt like God, what God was revealing to me was like, can we just hang out? Can we just chill? Can we just listen to the radio? And I'm like, no, I, I didn't know what I'm going to talk about. I can't stay calm, right? I can't keep calm because I don't know what I'm going to talk about yet. If you just tell me, and I felt like God was just saying, Steve, will you relax? Will you just relax, keep calm, and let's hang out? So I was finally, like, he's not giving me anything. I'm like, fine. That's what you want to do. Fine. I'll relax. Right. Put my music player on. And I, you know, I hit start on my Google music and, (laughs) and the song that comes on is an old Partridge family from the seventies, a show I used to watch as a kid. So brought back all sorts of cool memories for me, you know, and the song is called, come on, get happy. Hello world. There's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. And I felt like God the whole time was like, Steve, you stop focusing on what you're going to talk about and just be happy. You are the message. Just be happy with me. Come on. And and so and then then he's like, and I'm like, God, that's cool and everything. And I appreciate it, but I still want to always talk about it. So I felt like God just said, well, then talk about that. I felt like he was saying, talk about that. I'm like, seriously, God, churches, they like joy, but they don't like happy, right? We don't, we, it's happenstance. And that's, you know, like you can be joyful and not be happy, right? God said, talk about right, happy. Right. I'm like, I'm not going to talk about happy. I'll never be invited back. I've been to churches where God says, Hey, I want you to, I want you to talk about this. I told you, and I do, and I never get invited back, right? So I'm like, I'll never be invited back. I love this church. He says, well, you asked me. That's what I want you to talk about. And right. then the verse comes on, okay? And I'm still panicky, right? And the verse is, we had a dream. We'd go traveling together. Spread a little love, and then we'll keep moving on. Something mm-hmm. always happens whenever we're together. So get a happy feeling and start singing this song. And Come I felt on. like God was just revealing to me at that point, Steve, you're traveling because I asked you to travel and you love doing this. And every time we go somewhere, something happens. So can you just trust me? Can you relax? Can you keep calm? And so it was hard for me, but I tried it. And I go there to speak. Last thing, check this out. I go there to speak. And right before the guy, the pastor comes up and says, hey, before Steve comes up and share with us today, and he says, "Um, why don't you just turn around and shake each other's hand, say hi to each other, right? This was like years ago. Um, Pre-COVID. I'm getting ahead of myself. (laughs) The song song that came on, he goes in a, a, I never heard of it. This was right when Despicable Me came out and Pharrell Pharrell Williams just put out the song. Oh, yeah, yeah. It happy. It's not even a Christian song. Most churches won't play at that point, never played mm-hmm. back in the early two, 2010s. They never played Christian. They only played Christian music, right? He right. had another song lined up while everyone's shaking hands. He changed it last second to Pharrell Williams, Get Happy. And all of a sudden that's playing. I'm like, I've never heard that song before. It was just brand new. And, I'm, and I thought, what song is this? Are you kidding me? <laughs> and it's like God was saying, what I tell you, you know? And so I talk about being happy. You know, and then the next time I spoke, God said, I said, like, God, what do you want to talk about to these guys? He said, being happy and over and over and over again for years, he would not let me let go of that happy theme. He'd say, I want you to talk about being happy. Did you know that was exactly the same time frame as when Jamie Elian went to the United Nations and said, we want to start a happiness movement, a happy tolism 
we want to, it was exactly the same time that God is already revealing to me. I want you to tell people to be happy. Isn't that cool? That's incredible. People, what an amazing story. I mean, that's just what it is, is it's your story of happiness and why happy life is such a movement and why the International Day of Happiness is something perfect for us to talk about is that it is the epitome of what we're trying to do. And like you said earlier, taking this time, right, just on this day, specifically devoting this day to happiness but we're supposed to do that every day. And it's just a reminder to like, let's take a second every day and do our thank you offs with our family or with ourselves. See how many things you can list in 10 seconds that you're thankful for. You know, something that you can do every day to encourage happiness. Or somebody, there's a happy life out there. Her name is Bethany. And you know, one thing she does, she goes on Facebook and she finds posts that where people are sad and she just puts something positive on there. People That's shouldn't awesome. even know. Right. Isn't that cool? That or she'll ask cool. them, can I pray for you? I mean, that is so cool. Finding somebody else, you know, you know what I'm doing for International Happiness Day? What are you doing? I'm making smoking brisket, baby. I am smoking oh, brisket come right on. now. I'm a smoker. My neighbor talked about being happy. My neighbor yeah. got a new smoker and you know what she did? Mm-hmm. They gave me their old smoker and they taught oh. me how to do it. They wrote up all the instructions yeah. for me. They just talk about happy life, right? Talk about, I mean, you know, happy life. So that's what I'm doing today. And then my, yeah. And my son and his wife are coming over tomorrow to celebrate my other son's birthday. I just think we've got to celebrate more, you know, mm-hmm. even when God made the world, every time you'd create something, it says in Genesis, the very first book of the Bible talks about that. Right. And every time God would make the animals or the water, the sky, the, the land, what did it say he did? He looked back. And uh, on all that he had done and celebrated it. Yeah. He looked back. He, he said, stopped that, and looked that was at good. all in awe. Yeah. That was good. And I have learned that I'm always looking at what I'm not accomplishing, mm. what I'm not doing, yep, what I'm not having. It's the same thing as being not discontent, right? Right. But, and since then, I, I felt like God said, Steve, I want you to sit back and, and look. I want to cry. I can feel it right now in my studio here. Um I feel like God has been showing me for the last two years, Steve, I just want you to, let's focus on what we have accomplished. Come on. You know, you might feel like I'm a negative person, but you're maybe not as negative as you used to be, or maybe you're working on that. You know, Uh, there's always different ways to look at that. And I I think if God modeled that, that's what he wants from us is instead of focusing on what we're not accomplishing, what we don't have, instead of focusing on our sadness, let's focus a little bit on our happy. And if we can't, then let's find somebody else like Bethany and let's see if we can make them happy somehow and just stop thinking about ourselves and start thinking about other people. Steve, do you remember what happened right before we went live? I sent you a picture. I sent you a picture. What did I send you a picture of? Do you remember? I sent you a picture and I was like, ah, he's, I was talking about Hudson. Do you remember the picture I sent you? And you I'm sent like, me a picture of the logo and you sent me a picture no, of that. No, I sent you a picture of my son. And I said, yes, he's not napping. True. And I was panicked because we had like 15 minutes to go on. And I'm like, oh, he was supposed to fall asleep. This is the normal time he sleeps. And this all is I can why we decided it. This is why we did it at one because we yep. knew that he would be napping at that point, not interrupting you. Sure. Yep. And I was, I was just panicked. And I'm like, he's not napping. This is going against my plan. And what did you say back to me? I said, of course he's not napping. He's the happy life baby. And that's the perfect perspective. And that's exactly the response we should be giving people 
when they reach out to us in their moment of panic with their storms and not reinforce their storms and tell them, yeah, you should be upset or yeah, that would really be terrible. Put a spin on it respectfully. You know, right. when people are being, when people are being negative or they're having feelings, of course we want to validate those feelings. And don't be preachy. Don't be pushy. But, you know, we don't need to be positive. That feeling. We don't need to continue that feeling. We can right. validate that feeling, but then we can also do exactly what you said. And exactly what you did was, well, that's okay. Of course he's not sleeping. And if he needs to be on the podcast, he's going to bring happy to everybody who sees him. Thankfully, yeah. my hands are free. Yeah, don't, that's fine. Don't be but, preachy. Don't right. be preachy. Don't be pushy. Yep. But um, be positive. And be you authentic. Know? You're authentic, positive, happy, full of because hope. Because honestly... Honestly, I wasn't thinking about, oh, no, I got to get her her spirit back. I got to get her happy. I got to put hope no. in her. I didn't think that at all because, honestly, the thing that you were panicked about, I wasn't panicked about it. Right. Like, what happens if Hudson is her brand new baby who yeah. loves all the Happy Life podcasts? He loves that when we go live, he sits there and watches us when Emily and I do Happy Talk Tuesdays, right? Yeah. And I was yeah. like, if he cries, he cries. I thought yeah. if he was in your hands and we put the camera on him, he would make everybody else happy. Yeah, and, right. um the things that, that we panic on, that we get upset over, keep calm, right? right. I wasn't panicky about your, your situation. You were, right? right? But I was able to bring perspective to you. Wait a minute. This is not a big deal. And I think when we talk about our fears, we talk about that stuff, someone else comes back and goes, it's not as bad as you think it is. Right. You're doing a lot more than you think that you're doing. I mean, that's right. why I do life coaching for that very same reason, because I want to help people see things from a different perspective. Right. And that's why the project does one-on-one -on -one meetings. All the, I mean, that that's something that we specialize in is because a lot of times those one-on-one -on -one meetings are where the hope is absolutely transferred. A lot of times it's people are so stuck in their storm and in, in their clouds that they aren't on the other side. They can't see the sun. They can't see the hope beyond their situation. And a big part of the project is sharing stories. So God's given me a wonderful story full of tragedy and sadness and despair. But that story is able to be told with the spirit of hope, right? Being able to give hope to other people because we've been through that. We've gotten to the other side. So it is kind of our responsibility that if we have hope or if we have happy or if we have a story that we should be sharing it. It's another way to spread happiness. I mean, if they, if they understood your story, your, how your life started, it wasn't even supposed to start. Right? right. And how the fact yeah. that you're still here, miracle after miracle, tough thing after tough thing. It's like that winter gets so cold. And I don't want to blow the podcast. So you got to check out the podcast on Monday. Okay. Check it okay. out. I don't want to go on to talk about that. But winter, the plants actually need winter mm -hmm. to survive, believe it or not. And um, we need some of that difficult stuff. The reason why it's the first day of spring, that's when the, e the, the darkness and the light are equal with each other. And mm -hmm. from here on out, what happens? The, the days get longer, the nights get shorter, the yeah. happy gets more, the sad gets less, the hope yeah. gets gets more, the fear gets less, right? Because we enter that. So just because it might be cold and nasty and just because COVID was a was a pandemic, well, we're going to start a happy-demic, right? And just yeah. because we might not have the money that we think that we need or feel that we need, and maybe we don't have the money that we need, but instead of focusing on capitalism, we're going to fo focus on happy-tolism, right? Mm -hmm. And so yeah. I'm just instead grateful of that you guys... Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, instead of testing positive for fear or testing positive and worrying about testing positive for COVID, we can test positive for hope and joy yeah. and happiness.
Yeah. By the way, how's that going for you? Sarah is, for all you happy lifers out there, Sarah actually joined Toastmasters. And one of the reasons you joined Toastmasters is because it was an opportunity for you to put hope in people, right? Yeah, a platform. Yeah, absolutely. And then they came along and you came up with this idea and uh, you and you did a speech on it. And now you're in a competition and you're moving towards, you know, you keep winning the competition. So you're moving towards being possibly winning the national competition for speaking in this organization. But tell us what that theme was. Or tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. So the name of the speech is Testing Positive. And that obviously revolves around the pandemic that's happening. And, um, you know, I want to preface this with at no point do I ever want to come off as I don't take this pandemic seriously or that we're trying to undermine the seriousness of it. I do understand how serious it is. And for a lot more people, um, they've experienced this this pandemic in a way worse way than I have. Um, So I don't ever want to come off as if I don't take it seriously. Uh, but in our house, we actually did have a, our own story of of the pandemic and how it affected us. Uh, so like Steve-O had mentioned earlier, I had a beautiful baby boy back in November. His name is Hudson, and he is healthy and happy, so and he is so sweet. I We all love him, and he does love happy life. Um, but two weeks after he was born, his dad... Uh-oh, we lost her. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, did I glitch well, out? Can for- you see me? Okay, I can now. We lost you at two weeks after he was born. Oh, what a great cliffhanger. I wish I could right? write that in my seat. <laughs> Come back tomorrow. <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned. Uh, two weeks after he was born, um, my spouse, Brandon, had come down with COVID. And he tested positive. And this, it was. Uh, it was no longer COVID was out in the world. COVID was in my house. It was within and a baby my is coming, And a baby is being born into a house yeah. with COVID in it. And so that was that was a time of being full of fear. You know, I, I wasn't testing positive for hope. I personally was testing positive for fear and anxiety. And you were very, also in a very small home. Didn't even have yeah. a place for your baby to, you know, I remember you might, were thinking you might have to put the crib kind of by the uh, space by the front door. You had no place really to put the baby. So there's no place that, that Brandon could even go and hide and and um, quarantine himself. So it was in your house. I mean, it was well, in your face. Yeah. So the nurse, when I called, because instantly when we found out, I'm, I'm calling doctors, I'm calling nurses, I'm asking, what do I need to do? I have this infant child. How do I keep him safe? How do I keep my other daughter safe? How do I keep myself safe? And they're like, well, he needs to quarantine. He needs to have a separate bathroom, a separate kitchen, and he needs to be alone in his bedroom and use his separate. I'm like, we barely have a kitchen that we both fit in. We don't have two kitchens. Who has, I mean, if you have two kitchens, bless you. That's awesome. But we don't. And we don't, we had one bathroom. So there was no quarantining. And she was like, well, then, you know, he could just stay in his room and you could deliver meals. I have a two week old baby. I'm not, I'm sorry. I can't do room service for him. This isn't going to work out. He's going to have to come down into the kitchen. I can't, I can't do all of that. So he wasn't able to quarantine and that was, it was very scary. You know, we kept our safe distance. We were still, um, you know, washing hands and trying to take our precautions. Luckily the rest of us were all asymptomatic, you know, praise the Lord on that. But two weeks after the middle of November is the first week of December. So that meant Christmas prepping. That meant Christmas shopping. We were quarantined for all of it. You know, we were quarantined for two weeks after that. So we were quarantined until the middle of December. So the norms that we were used to for, you know, making making Christmas cookies and delivering them to our neighbors, those types of things, we weren't able to do that. That wasn't and something. And now, now a newborn baby, 
Now your man isn't even going to help you raise your newborn. Now it's all you. He can't even help you with your newborn baby. You're coming home from the hospital. Your body, you know, giving birth to a baby is not an easy thing. Trust me, I've given birth to three of them. I just know what what it put my wife through, right? Give birth is a big deal, right? And um, and yet he couldn't help you. So now you're... So well, testing positive. More on top of that, though, Steve-O, I mean, can you imagine he, it's his first son and he, after two weeks of wow. life, all of a sudden he can't hold him. He can't bond with him. He can't <sighs> make that eye contact that infants so desperately need to connect. I mean, that had a lasting impact on on Brandon's relationship with Hudson. I mean, it took a lot of work to get them connected. And that that was something that was it was heartbreaking for me. It was it, to watch him have to be alone in his room. And, you know, how do you spread hope through a doorway? And so, you know, this speech goes through and, and talks about the project, which, you know, we've said Project 2911, but we haven't even quoted it. Right. So 2911 refers to Jeremiah 2911. So Jeremiah is a book in the Bible, uh, chapter 29, verse 11, which is, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. And this is in quotation. So we know that it's a promise because it was spoken by God. So it's, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and never to harm you, plans for a future and plans for hope. Well, right before Brandon was lacing up his shoes to go get tested. I received a phone call from Madison's school and the school had chosen to sponsor us for Christmas. So what does that mean? It meant three vanfuls of dinners, Christmas presents, provision delivered to my doorstep. And that happened before Brandon even tested positive because that's what our God does. He knows the amount of hope that I needed to get through this situation. He knew exactly what I was going to need before we even tested positive for COVID. And so, you know, my speech goes on to say that and what I truly like, yes, it's a speech, but this is what I want to say to the world is that what are you testing positive for? Are you testing positive for fear? Are you giving in to the hopelessness? Are you giving in to the the ideas, the, the thoughts that were swimming through my head was that all of this is ruined. This is, this is not what I imagined. This is, this is the absolute worst possible situation that I could be in right in this moment. But God was like, no, it's not because I've got you child. I've got you. And I know the plans that I have for you and it'll all be okay. That is so cool. Yeah. I stole your idea, by the way. You did. And I loved it. I loved it. I I remember speaking. I said, have you guys tested positive? How many know someone who's tested positive? You know, (laughs) raise hands up in the air. I said, how many have not tested positive? And they're like, why not? We should all be testing positive right now. That's all that's going on right now. It's a test of our positive. You can't test your positive unless something negative pops up, right? So all that's happening with all the stuff that's going on, it's testing my resolve. It's testing my hope. It's testing my happy. When you test something, that's how you pass it is going through the test of it. And I know that COVID is ugly. And I know this winter, this last year has been tough, but I also know that we need the winter to survive. I also know that for there to be an international day of happiness, that includes the nighttime as well. So we we need those things. And so all it is, is just simply, it's just a test. Are we going to test positive or not? We're going to test positive for something. Is it going to be for fear or is it going to be for hope? You know, and I'm telling you, Happy lifers, I'm telling you, I'm so glad you joined us today, but I'm telling you, there is hope for you and for your situation. And I'm sorry for the for all the ugly stuff that's been going on. And some of you are maybe in a, a very uh, place that's very scary. I get that. 
I understand that. We all do, right? Because we've all been there at one point or another or, or we're all, all there right now. But I'm here to tell you that God has plans for you. Like the Project 2911 says, plans to give you hope and a future. And he wants to help. And we are going to make through this thing. And the things that are really scary to us, there's people out there that can help us through that. So keep calm, stay wise, and be kind. Don't give up on that hope. Don't give up on that happy. If you're having a hard time being happy today, then have a, have your own thank off. Just start listing some things that you're thankful for. Or find somebody else and put some hope to them. Put some happy to them. Put some you know encouragement to them and watch that boomerang back on you. But if we boomerang anger, remember the wise, they bring calm in the end. But if we if we throw anger, anger comes back, right? Just like that boomerang and it hits us in the head. If we throw out fear, fear comes back. And sometimes when I'm afraid, I find someone, I say, I'm afraid. That's not really throwing fear. I'm, I'm throwing fear to somebody else. It's no longer a boomerang. I'm throwing fear to someone that can help me, that can catch that and say, wait a minute, what are you afraid of? Let's talk about this. But if I'm just throwing it out there in the air, it's going to come right back and hit me in the head. If I'm throwing out anger, if I'm throwing out um, anxiety, it's going to come back. But you know what? If I find somebody that I can throw some peace to, that I can throw some happy to, that I can throw some hope to, that's going to come back as well. And it's going to come back even greater. So when I thought the anger, it comes back more, you know, and, uh, and there's a scripture in the Bible that actually says, you know, cast your, cast your bread upon the water and it'll come or cast your cares. Anyway, whatever you throw out there, it comes back more of, um, so I'm not going to botch that, that saying anymore, but the concept is what do you throw out there comes back more. And so then if we throw out a little bit of hope, guess what? More hope's going to come back. And if we throw out a little bit of happy, a lot more happy is going to come back. So Thank you so much, Sarah, for joining us. Thank you so much, Alyssa, for helping us out. Um, thank you, Happy Lifer. And I'm getting ready to take this audio now, and I'm going to put it right on the podcast and send it out to you guys because I want us to work on the happy part. I want us to, to be a happier country, a happier people, a happier tribe. We want to spread a happy-demic in spite of the pandemic and watch how that just changes everything. Anything you want to say heading out? Uh, Sarah? You know, and Alyssa, especially, thank you so much, Alyssa. Alyssa's the, the floating voice in the back. Thank you so much for everything you've done today to make this possible. But then, Steve, it's such an honor. Thank you for having me and honor the project on today. Um, and thanks for everybody who stayed and tuned in and just listened, right, or saw us, right, with this right live on. podcast. Right this on. is awesome. I just, I feel so honored and blessed to have been a part of it. Uh, thanks for letting me tell my story. And thanks for helping get hope out into the world, too. I appreciate that. Oh, Thank you, people. Well said. Keep your eyes open for Hopey Life. It's coming. It's coming very soon. Yep. <laughs> and you will be happy, too. Right on. Thank you, guys. And like I always say at the end of all my podcasts, remember, life isn't perfect, but it can be happy. Steve Ace.